I got hundreds of kids who would come take my class every week. I said, I'm entering this pitch competition. If you love these fitness classes I've been teaching, please come and cheer me on. So I packed the room. I mean, honestly, with 300, 400 students that were screaming their heads off for me. You're listening to Financial Grown Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown Up. And you know what? Being a grown up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hello, financial grown up friends. I recently discovered something that is literally so much fun. I want to go all the time and it doesn't even feel like exercise. It is called 305 Fitness and it opened right down the street from me. They're opening up a lot of new ones all over the place. But now in terms of my neighborhood, I am now walking by it pretty much every day. There is a crazy loud design, super colorful, kind of retro 80s with a touch of that Miami look, totally stands out in the middle of New York City. And here's the thing, you can see through the windows, it is packed all the time. So I literally had to look up who is behind this. And guess what, guys? I got her on the show to tell you the story behind it. She is Sadie Kurzband. She is going to blow you away with her enthusiasm and drive. I loved this interview, and I know you will too. Here is Sadie Kurzband. Hey, Sadie Kurzban, you're a financial grown-up. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk to you. I am a new convert to your company, 305 Fitness, which is a boutique fitness chain that's in a bunch of cities now. Tell us just briefly about it, and then we're going to get to your money story. Okay, so we are a dance cardio workout with a live DJ. It is so much fun. People of all different shapes and sizes. Most people who come to our class are women, and most of them are you know younger, millennial, Gen Z. It's very youthful, very vibrant, but it really is super inclusive workout, no judgments. You don't need to be a dancer to do it. We have locations in New York, DC, Boston, and a pop-up in LA, and we are growing very quickly. And I will say I'm a Gen Xer and I tried it out. I felt very welcome. Good. (laughs) But for your money story, you're going to actually talk to us about how you got the funding to start this because you were just in college. I was, yes. I started teaching aerobics classes really for fun in college because I was passionate about it. You know, I I had always loved group fitness and I thought, well, let me take my hand at giving this a try. So I was teaching it for fun. And when I was thinking about what I wanted to do for my career around graduation, that my senior year, my friend turned to me and she was like, girl, like this is, this is your passion. You need to do this. And I was like, what? I'm, I'm not going to graduate college and go be a fitness instructor. You were at Brown University, by the way. Yes. I graduated top of my class. You know, everyone, everyone around me was getting a job in consulting. They were going to medical school, going to law school. And I was like, I think I should go do something like that. So I was like, how am I going to go? I even, I remember I looked up in Brown alumni who's in fitness, even just as a category. And there was like one alumni from the seventies. Like it's just not, not a very popular thing to do. So so I was like, God, I'm not going to go, yeah, I have bigger ambitions than, than being a trainer. So she said, why don't you just start a business? And I was like, what? I had never even 
thought about starting a business, truly. This was right before senior year. We started looking up in the course curriculum, entrepreneurship, accounting, you know, really we're kind of scrambling and, and I ended up majoring in economics, which is really funny and unexpected, but I took every entrepreneurship related, business related, accounting related. It was my entire senior year. I was filled with these courses, studying my, my tail off. And I entered the big annual business plan pitch competition. So it's a 10 minute pitch. It's all students, you know, almost all the teams were all male. Uh, A lot of the teams were graduate students who had invented like incredible things like medical devices, like really impressive businesses. And here I was, I was like, I'm going to start this dance cardio workout. It has a DJ. It's really fun. This is why I should win. So it, it was pretty surprising at the end of the day that I won, but it really was the sign from the universe that I needed to, to move to New York and make this happen. Why do you think you won? What was the differentiator? Yeah, I'll tell you why I think I won was that it's held in the school auditorium and it's a pretty nerdy competition, a lot of business majors, a lot of master's students. But I got hundreds of kids who would come take my class every week. I said, I'm entering this pitch competition. If you love these fitness classes I've been teaching, please come and cheer me on. So I packed the room. I mean, honestly, with 300, 400 students that were screaming their heads off for me. So I think the judges, while they they thought, well, maybe, I don't know if they thought this was the most impressive business, but what they definitely saw was I had proven the concept and I had really gotten a handful of, more than a handful of really passionate evangelists. So they knew I was onto something and getting people super passionate about this early on has been the biggest gift and and the biggest way that we've grown so quickly is, you know, with limited resources, getting customers to really evangelize us and tell their friends. Right. And then you got the $25,000 to get going. Yeah. It, it was enough to at least give me the confidence to move to New York and give myself, you know, nine months to try and make it happen. So what is the lesson for our listeners? I think the biggest lesson there is... I didn't worry so much about all of the what ifs and the hows and even moving to New York and all of these things and renting space. And I just thought about how can I get every customer who walks in to really go back to their next dinner, to work the next day and talk about this like it's nobody's business, right? So with pretty limited resources, $25,000 in New York City is not a lot of money at all. I knew I didn't have a lot of room for error, but what I did have was customers in front of me every day. And if I could get one person super jazzed about this, telling 10 people, that was free marketing for me. So I had to really deliver on the experience. And most importantly, stop stop worrying about all the what ifs and what could happen. Really think about that person in front of me and, and look at them as a real opportunity to keep just running through the, the doors that have been open for me and breaking the glass ceiling your instructors are really brand ambassadors. They are, yes, yes. We all live and breathe 305 and we know how important that client in front of us is. All right, let's talk about your money tip because this is about health, wellness, and financial wellness all wrapped up together. So yeah, I was thinking a little bit about this because I listened to your show and I have to admit, I'm not great at saving. I'm a little bit better at just creating things and I tend to to kind of close my eyes and drive at the same time when it comes to money. But but one way that I really do, I think, successfully save is, again, in a city like New York, where it's really tempting to do seamless every night or go to dinner, that can really add up big time, like $30, $40 every night. So instead, what I do is I, I cook and I eat a lot of homemade meals or I'll, I'll pack it to the office. But the best thing that I found is really instead of 
it would just be so daunting to get home late at night and cook for myself every night this gourmet meal. So what I do is I cook a whole bunch on Sundays, like a bunch, as much as I can. I refrigerate enough for three days and then everything left over that I freeze. So by the time the weekend rolls around, I'm thawing and I'm cooking again. So it's enough what I make on Sunday to really carry me through the week. And within that, what I've found is another tip within that is that if I put all this pressure on myself to make these gourmet meals and I'm chopping onions and all these things, I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to wake up on Sunday and I'm going to think, no way, no way. So instead, I'll splurge a bit on the pain in the butt stuff, like chopping onions, chopping garlic, like the stuff that I know is going to come up in every recipe, I'll get those pre-cut. So I'll spend the extra dollar at Trader Joe's knowing that someone else has cut or a machine has cut the onions for me. And that way I know I can make the meal in five minutes instead of taking me 15 minutes to make every one. Love it. That's so practical. And it's also important because you aren't just sitting in an office. You actually go and teach these classes. So you are really running around to all of your different locations, busy throughout the week, and you're only one person. Can you tell us about the new licensing program that's going on? Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm so happy you asked. I'm so excited about this. So we have been building brick and mortar studios and the demand has been truly incredible, Bobby. Like we have wait lists every day, you know, just really, really full classes. And yeah. And by the way, the class that I went to, not only was there a wait list for that class, there was a wait list for the next class. Uh, yeah. They were just packed. I receive messages daily saying, when can you bring this to Kansas City? When can you bring this to Paris? You know, all the time in different markets. And I think about opening studios one at a time and how long that might take for us to get there. So we are now in the growth mode of certifying instructors. So it's a bit what you've seen, you know, other brands like Jazzercise or Zumba or CrossFit do where they find passionate people who are somewhat familiar with the brand and are eager to learn more. And these dancers around the country would apply to become certified. We would vet them and audition them and everything. And then if they are accepted into our training program, they pay a fee to basically become certified, licensed to teach 305 back in their hometowns. And so what's really cool about this business model is it obviously allows us as a company to expand without the CapEx to open one studio at a time. So it's great for us. But it's also a huge win for this entrepreneur that, you know, she might be or he might be young, may not have that much access to money, but is really eager to sink their teeth into entrepreneurship. So having the training of being a 305 instructor and then having all of our resources on how to build a following, how to market, how to add classes, what class times, right? Really kind of this infrastructure that we've built here and being able to take that to their own market. So this dancer would return to Kansas City or to Orlando or to Detroit and teach these classes out of rented dance studios and charge their own fees. So they could charge $10 a head, $20 a head. They're collecting the cash themselves. We empower them as entrepreneurs. And I just love this because in a day and age where entrepreneurship can feel so um, intimidating, it can feel like you need so much money, like you have to live in San Francisco and have some kind of tech idea. This is really about all you need is a couple hundred dollars to get started. We'll give you the support. If you're a talented dancer, we want to work with you and help you make your dreams happen and help you really create an extra source of income for yourself. So that's what certification is all about. And, and we just launched it. We have our 
first cohort of people coming. So they travel to our studios, which makes it really special. So they're traveling from all across the world. I was so impressed by these applications that came through. We had almost a thousand people who applied. Uh, the the person coming the furthest is coming from Sydney, Australia. It's amazing. Wow. We have, yes, we have someone coming from Estonia. We have someone coming from Denmark, from Arizona, from San Diego, like really far and wide, coming to our studios in New York and DC for a weekend training. And then they're going to return home and, and teach these classes. So I just can't wait to see what these first 50 pioneers do for our brand. I'm really excited. Quick question before we wrap up. It was originally called Body Rocks. You renamed the company 305 Fitness. What is 305 Fitness? What does 305 mean? Oh my gosh. It's uh, it's Miami's area code. It's where I'm from. And it's all about this joy and warmth and confidence, body confidence, the music, the DJ, the nightclub, everything that reminds me of growing up in Miami. That's why I named it after where I'm from. I love that. All right. Let's wrap it up with where people can find out more about you and 305 Fitness and all the things we just talked about, the um, licensing program and so on. Yes. So you can find me on Instagram at Sadie Kurzban and you can find 305 on Instagram at 305 Fitness, all one word or on Facebook. And then definitely check out our website, 305fitness.com, where it has information on international franchising opportunities, instructor certification, just taking class if you're interested, becoming an instructor for one of our studios, becoming a DJ. There's so many opportunities to get involved and we're constantly hiring and looking for new talent. Well, you have a lot of talent. There's also really fun content about you and your team on the website. So I encourage everyone to check it out. Thank you so much, Sadie. Thank you, Bobby. That was a lot of fun. All right, my friends, I feel happier just listening to Sadie. Such an amazing ride already. And I have a good feeling things are just beginning for her. Here we go. Financial grown-up tip number one. Sadie won that first $25,000 in college by doing something no one else did. She literally brought her own cheering section of happy clients. They were there to cheer for her, but they were also there with her. None of us can do everything alone. Sadie doesn't. She brings others along for the ride. If you do that in your life with anything, not just business, but anything that matters to you, include others, make them stakeholders in your success. And also you can hear it in her voice. It just made it so much fun. Financial grown-up tip number two. I love Sadie's hybrid approach to cooking at home. You will not get a prize if you chop every single onion. It is more than okay to splurge and pay a little more to have some ingredients prepped for you. So you're more likely to not only eat healthy, but also not waste money ordering out and having food delivered. The key thing, and I'm still working on this myself, is the organizational element and the planning. Let me know what you think and what you want to hear more of on Financial Grown Up. On Instagram, I am at BobbyRebel1. On Twitter, at BobbyRebel. You can also email hello at financialgrownup.com. Big thanks to 305 Fitness boss, Sadie Kurzban, for helping us all get one step closer to being financial grown-ups. Financial Grown-Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.